Hello, and welcome to the Big Planet Comics Podcast. This is Hello. Episode... Oh, what the? Who's that? No. <laughs> uh, uh, you're saying hi to me. You jumped the gun there. Hey, that's Jared over there. This Hello. is Kelly over here. And this is Nick, uh, and this is episode 143. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Jared. Okay. Jared is excited. Uh, so I think he's excited because he just came back from Chicago, right, Jared? Did you yep, it was awesome, but I'm also exhausted. What did you do in Chicago? Uh, I went for the comic uh, show there called Cake. Uh, which I believe is the comic and arts expo, whatever. For Created Chicago. by Rihanna, right? I wish. <laughs> Get some cake, cake, cake. Uh, but it was great. Uh, it's basically like a Toronto TCAF or a Washington, D.C. SPX type show. So it focuses uh, everyone there is a creator and they're selling stuff or a publisher like us. And it was super awesome. It was at a uh, LGB uh, like support center. And they had the right. big basketball court up on the top roof. And that's yeah. where they let everyone do it. And they had this big, awesome, bright, airy room. And it was above a Whole Foods. So everyone ran downstairs for food <laughs> all the time, which was really nice. And Whole Foods donated a bunch of food for everyone. Cool. And drinks and bananas. It was really cool. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, Saturday, Sunday. It was a great show. Uh, very good. Chicago's a cool town. I'd never been there before. But a very supportive comics community. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so- we did really well. I, I knew it was in an LGBT building because uh, sports center because I almost went there. Oh, really? Because I too was in Chicago. <laughs> oh, yes. For a completely separate thing. Uh, I was there for my cousin's wedding. Uh, cousin Tommy got married. Hey, congratulations, Tommy and Michelle. Um, it was a great wedding. It's lots of Greeks, lots of Americans, <laughs> <laughs> a few Filipinas. Nice, good mix. The Filipinas were married to Greeks, though. <laughs> they were no, not. They were. No. It was not a separate group. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, there were. Uh, they were yeah. They, we had a great time. Uh, lots of drinking, of course. I got really tired because I was in a tux standing for like because I was in the wedding. Oh, jeez, wow. I was standing for a good fourteen hours or so. What? Um, that seemed like a long wedding. Yeah, well, there was a reception. It was uh, going to take pictures and stuff like that. You don't ever get to sit down? Is that the Greek tradition? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you ba- celebrate you bra- by standing. I, I sat down to eat. That's about it. That counts. You had to get up and dance. Do some Greek dancing. I did that. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Oh, man. I want to see you Greek That's dance. Cool. It's pretty much just me uh, walking in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can fake it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Especially later in the night. Yeah, Everybody's true. drunk. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. Do some spins. Uh, <laughs> kick my feet in there. Um, but yeah, I almost went to cake. I was, I was actually going to go. Oh, really? I looked it up. Oh, that would have been amazing. It was, it was weird. It was 19 miles away. Oh, boy. It's not too far. Yeah. Chicago's the train really ride, spread out. The train ride was... An hour and ninety minutes, or an hour and fifty nine minutes, or something oh, like no. that. No. I was like, I'm not taking the train. And then no, my good. cousin's like, I'll drive you there. And I was like, oh, I almost took her up on it, but then her son was sick, oh. and I didn't want to make her drive me. Like it took, she said it would take forty five minutes to get there, and she would have to drop me off, go back home, whoa, and then come back and pick me up that's and drive nuts. back home. Later. Yeah, it's like crazy. four hours of driving. I was, I really wanted to go there like, really badly. I was like trying to find a way and I just couldn't make it. But no. anyway, I had fun. It was cool. Regardless. Show. But yeah, it was coincidentally me and Jared in Chicago the same weekend. <laughs> so uh, hopefully the store didn't burn down. No, it's still here. Oh, hey. Um, That's good. Some stuff was messed up, but mostly, mostly <laughs> it was good. Well done, everybody. Someone reorganized the counter. It was very nice. Yeah. I don't know if that was Kevin or, or It was Kristen. definitely Kevin. Was it? I think so. <laughs> he was complaining about the how counter, disorganized the, the store was. All yeah, there's all long. sorts of no. disorganization everywhere. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Well, also, right before we left, uh, Jared started reshelving things and moving shelves around and just stopped and left for five days we ran out of time i had to go oh it's <laughs> not a good thing i yeah. fixed it today it's okay i fixed it today um but yeah so yeah come see our store it's much more <laughs> <laughs> how's your store kelly what are you been uh, up to store is good i am did you good. go to chicago i didn't i get out <laughs> I, so, 
I saw Mad Max Fury Road for the <laughs> third time. <laughs> Did you see it in Chicago? I didn't. No, uh, I saw it. I saw it in Virginia. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh. I actually I went to a 1930s themed birthday party for my friend who turned That's 30. Cool. What is that? Mean? Was everybody really well, poor? No. Well, was I mean, there dust everywhere? <laughs> were there a I mean, lot I of people? I mean, I feel like the poor thing was probably just like our lives. It <laughs> wasn't right. part of the theme. Were there a lot of communists? What was, no, it what was, was mostly just the costume thing. Yeah. Dressed as communists. No. Socialist. No, his. Uh, he, a lot of communists in the 30s. He actually the he rise turned. Of it, man. That's the rise. He turned 30 in April, but he was on his honeymoon. So this was a surprise of you know a month and a half that's after cool. his birthday. So huh, that's cool. It was fun. Was there some flappers? There was a flapper. Nice. Yeah. Um, what's it, what's the 30 style? I don't know. I know. The it's 20, basically the like somewhere between the, flappers, the 20s right? and 50s. Yeah, I I could <laughs> seriously go into it, but I'm not going. No. To. Give me one example. Uh, tell us about the fabrics used at the, the time. No, <laughs> I will not. Um, but you could. But you could. <laughs> Uh, yes, I could. Any quilting techniques from the 19th? I don't know anything about quilting. <laughs> <laughs> you picked an area I know zero about. Good job. <laughs> textiles, textiles. All right. But yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I got to, you know, dress up and, and have a good time. And that so that really was, cool. yeah. So we all cool. dressed up That's and a had a good theme. time. Yeah. Sort of, sort good job, of. everyone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so what we've been up to. Let's see what the rest of the world's been up to <laughs> and talk about some news. Yeah. This just in, John Bernthal to play the Punisher on Daredevil Season 2. John what Bernthal from the Pacific? Yep, from, um, what is that tank movie called with Brad Pitt? Uh, Which one? The tank movie oh. with Brad Pitt. Oh, Fury. Fury from oh, Fury. I haven't seen that. Really want to see also, it. Shane, that? Shane and the Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, that guy. I saw, um, I've never seen anything that he's in, but he looks like he's been punched in the face a bunch, which yeah. is pretty appropriate looks, for He Punisher. looks like the Punisher. Yeah. Um, he does, yeah. You know, he's very unlikable looks, on The Walking Dead, but he plays like a terrible... He looks like character. a good Steve Dillon take on the Punisher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do we think, is, th- is this a villain? Is he going to be... Because uh, uh, they released the logo and it's right. the Daredevil shot full of bullets. Well, d- oh, really? <laughs> it's the logo with bullet holes in Daredevil it. Daredevil yeah. and Punisher Whoa. always have the most fascinating um, confrontations in the comics. Yeah. Was there the um, one where he like tied him up and put a gun in his hand to try and stop him? Something like that. There's yeah, there's all there, sorts of crazy oh, stuff. Yeah, there's, there's one storyline where da- where Daredevil and Kingpin were in jail, and Punisher got himself arrested so he oh, could yeah, go into go the in. jail and kill the Kingpin and free Daredevil. Yep. <laughs> um, like but they have like you know fundamental disagreements on like yeah they both crime handle and, the crime same and punishment yeah. like, in very different ways. That'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be really cool. I'm excited to see the Punisher again. Uh, yeah. You know we've had. Some troubles. <laughs> they had some troubles getting it off the ground. Some Punisher troubles. <laughs> some Punisher troubles. Um, and yeah, it's good casting. Um, yeah, that's that. And then uh, we're here to talk about, I guess, the rest of the all new, all different Marvel teasers. Oh, which yeah, is there's one more image that they put out. We did some of them last. Yeah, week. we talked about the first image last time, and then they put out another image. So this is just a single image. I haven't seen this one. Yeah, just it's like a, all the characters together. Yeah, okay. it's got Doctor Spectrum from. Uh, Don't know who that is. Squadron Supreme. Okay. Um, Citizen V. From Thunderbolts. From Thunderbolts. So Hmm. who knows? It could be anything. Maybe their new Thunderbolt series. Um, I don't even know who that is. uh, In in Thunderbolts, uh, they were a new team of superheroes, which at the end of the first issue, you find out they were actually the Masters of Evil. 
Yeah. Baron Zemo was. It's basically uh, Baron Zemo had faked a team of superheroes to kind of work his way inside the system as heroes, even though they're all villains. It was oh, a pretty okay. cool series. Yeah, it was yeah. around the time the Fantastic Four and Avengers were like, gone. A lot of the heroes were gone, so they stepped in. Yeah, but yeah, we, yeah, it was great. It was a really good series, and I'm interested to see where this what this is about. And then we saw a uh, thing and Rocket Raccoon both wearing Guardians of the Galaxy uniforms. What? Which is interesting. So okay. I guess. So I guess they they kind of have the Fantastic Four around, but they're in different places. They've yeah. split them Makes up. Johnny Storm is with the Inhumans, it seems. Makes sense. Um, then we have Karnak in kind of like this street clothes. We got Hyperion, also from Squadron Supreme. Uh, Inferno, who is one of the uh, Inhumans, along with Medusa. One of the new humans, right? New Inhumans, new or whatever humans. they're called. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> uh, and then we have Daredevil with a new costume. It's a oh. black and red costume. Kind of oh. looks more like the movie costume, or the TV show costume, I guess. Check that out. Okay. Um... Then X-23, wearing, uh, wearing a Wolverine costume. Okay. So she, I guess she's the new Wolverine. Uh, Star-Lord, still looking exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange looks mostly the same, except he's carrying a giant axe. Okay. And the most amazing thing is that old man Logan is in there. So I guess he's sticking around hmm. in some way, which is cool. Not I too surprising. Guess. It's a way for them to cool. bring back Wolverine, but not. Yeah. Um, so Wolverine's dead, but Wolverine's back. But there's two Wolverines. There's Old Man Wolverine and X-23 Wolverine. Long yeah. Wolverine. We'll see how that goes. That's cool. I mean, that's kind of seems like the natural evolution of X-23, right? Yeah. Um, now that he's gone, she would kind of take his place because she's his clone, right? Um, there you go. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out that Nick did not have the image in front of him when he was yep. doing this. That this was, was all things that names. he knew. Yep. <laughs> These are all things that I knew and things I had written down. Um, Some good yeah, knowledge. but you were definitely describing appearances that were not written yeah. down on this sheet. <laughs> <laughs> you have memorized this image. But yeah, this one this one is a little more interesting than the other one. Uh, I'm excited about it. There's difference. a lot more mysterious yeah. stuff yes. like Citizen yeah. V and Daredevil and thing in the Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange with a giant axe. Would you say cool. it was all new and all different? It was all new and all different, but still kind of the same. Star-Lord's, <laughs> Star-Lord is exactly the same. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon is pretty much the same, too. Well, he's still, I mean, those, those are still fairly new to yeah, the, like, right. public consciousness, I guess. You want to keep them pretty sure. recognizable. Right. Um, yeah, and that is all the news. That's it. Just that. That's things. it. That's some good news. <laughs> Let's do some questions. Tom Hardy's still cute. <laughs> All right, our first question today is from Cindy. Cindy says, who is the best comic book dog? Anybody? <laughs> uh, Lockjaw. I was going to say Lockjaw, but isn't Lockjaw a inhuman? I was going to say, I was thinking about Lockjaw, but then I, I, I remember his origin was originally he was a man. Yep. Who got he's, turned into a dog? He's, he's but he's pretty not really good a dog. at being a dog. I mean, he's got a weird little antenna in his head. He can teleport. He's definitely he does, do, but does he's dog got things. Dog characteristics. He catches frisbees and stuff. Yeah, that's. But I always feel really awful for him because yeah. he used to be human. But there's also an inhuman who's just a gate. Yeah, he's a yeah. door. <laughs> turned into a door. Yeah, wait, I like oh that guy. <laughs> um, Ace is another good one. I, I like, like Ace a lot. The Bat Hound. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Ace is pretty awesome. I yeah. love Crypto. Ace uh, goes into friggin' apocalypse in the right. in the Batman and in the Robin Rises thing. Yeah, oh, really? like he fights his way through apocalypse and it's he totally makes it. That. It's wow. great. I like old school <laughs> Crypto. Crypto's. I don't like cool. the new Crypto. It's kind of like a dire wolf or whatever. Yeah, yeah but just but the old school Crypto is just dog. like a Labrador. Yeah. Have you seen the newer crypto? Yes, I have. He's awful. Mm. <laughs> He's a dire wolf. Um, <laughs> who are we forgetting from the, the League of Super Pets? Why can he just be a Labrador? Um, there's, there's well, there's no more dogs. Yeah, yeah. What about the one that uh, uh, Aunt May's dog? Aunt May's dog? Remember? Does Aunt May have a dog? I don't yeah. think Aunt May has a dog. I think you're crazy. No, like the, the, just the normal dog who's in the League of Super Pets. Uh, 
dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> that is the worst dog. I feel like there should be. I'm surprised actually. Like that. There I mean, there's pizza dog. Dogs. Oh yeah, obviously pizza dog pizza from dog? Hawkeye. But I don't know. I, I feel like there would be more dogs. There's in probably some more. We're forgetting. I'm sure canon. people people write in. Let us know. Yeah. Who's your what, favorite? What's your favorite dog? Dog. Junkyard from GI Joe is pretty cool. Junkyard. That's a great name for a dog. It is. <laughs> it is a great name for a dog. Um. Uh. That's that, right? Yeah. yeah. That's your favorites. What's your favorite one, Jared? Probably those. Junkyard. Maybe Order from Law and Order from GI Joe. <laughs> How about you, Kelly? <laughs> Lockjaw? Terrible uh, dogs. Lockjaw or Pizza Dog? Pizza Dog is Pizza good. Dog Pizza is, dog is, is just a solidly good dog. Like, he doesn't have any superpowers. Like he's just a good dog. dog. But yeah. I love old school crypto. He's just like a Labrador who can fly. It's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's our favorite pets. And uh, thanks, Cindy, for the question. Next question is from Whitney. Whitney says, Who do you think is an underrated superhero? Well, I didn't think about this. Mm. I'm not prepared. There's a lot of underrated superheroes, I feel. Uh, Oof, yeah, that's a good question. One of my favorite uh, old school ones is um, Darkhawk. Darkhawk's oh, yeah. a pretty sweet one. He's kind of like this kid who's got this amulet that like kind of unleashes this uh, not entirely uh, good force. It's like a malevolent <laughs> force that he kind of learns to control um, and he kind of makes him into a like a a space well uh, superhero he fights you know like uh the Shiar stuff. and stuff yeah. <laughs> but it's he's pretty awesome um sleepwalker was one of my favorites oh, man. back in the day going back he was uh, a, a this guy who went to sleep and when he went to sleep he turned into this being from a dream dimension which is pretty cool he fought the uh i think he fought the eye who was from original sin and stuff mm-hmm. how about you guys what's an underrated one no. I don't know if I, I got anything. I that, didn't that's take such a, a Nick question. <laughs> um, yeah, we need to do more research. Underrated. I like Electra a lot. I, I mean, like she she recently had her had her own thing, but, but yeah, they haven't done great. much with her really. Yeah, she had the new series and that was really good. But that no, was really good. Yeah, it. but that was a long like hadn't been used much since yeah. before then. So, but I think we're gonna see her a a bit in a few different places in yeah. Secret Wars, and I'm excited about that because I think she's she's such a you know, she's got facets to her. Yeah. She's she's very far from being good. <laughs> and yeah. and I think Nuanced. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, especially if they start throwing her into like the Daredevil TV show or something, be like, hey, Electra's back, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Well, there's we know how un- it happened the last time. Our underrated <laughs> superheroes. Thanks, Whitney, for the question. And uh, that's all for the questions. Uh, if you have any questions, you can send them to podcast at Big Planet Comics. Uh, you can send them to our Facebook. You can tweet it at us. Uh, post a picture of your question on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely uh, do that. Just that'd ta- be awesome. tag tag us in it. Yeah. Post your question on Spotify. <laughs> I don't know. Post it on Instagram. Uh, Any way you tag can us? get it. Oh, to yeah, us. we're on Instagram. We got yeah. it all. Actually, don't tag us on Instagram. I don't check it often enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, or just we'll ask us in question. You can call us at the store if you want. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do one yeah. of those things. Ask That's us questions. One of those things. Uh, and that's it. And uh, next we're up. Let's do some reviews. Review. We love comics, they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. Uh, first up today, we have 1602 Witch Hunter Angela Number One by Marguerite Benet, uh, Stephanie Hans. And then a backup. Kieran Gillen and Marguerite Sauvage do the backup. Um, uh, it's not really a backup. It's just sort of. Uh, yeah, it's actually most of it. Uh, yeah. Extra stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is uh, 
you know, the 1602 Neil Gaiman stuff combined with the newer Angelus. Yeah, stuff. you really don't need to have. I mean, I've I've read the I read 1602. 1602 was probably one of the earliest comics that I read. Oh, really? Yeah, which ah, is weird. That looking is weird. back. I went back after I knew who the people were and read yeah. it again. <laughs> Drawn by one of the Cuberts. I'm not sure which one. Though. Yeah, I think a different Cubert. <laughs> Adam Cubert or Andy? Kubert? Did you like remember. it more the first time or the second time? Um, the I, I think I the feel third. like I don't remember. I liked it both okay. times. Um, it just there was an added depth to it the second time. That said, you don't really have need to have read it to enjoy this. Um. You don't. You don't even really need to have read the Angela Asgard's assassin stuff, even though this is pretty much the same team that was doing it. Right. Um, this was great. I loved it a lot. Um, so you've got this sort of like Elizabethan time. Well, yeah, world where there are. I guess a demon is attempting to take hold there someone is attempting well, to basically angela is killing witches which are basically mutants well <laughs> yeah they're not really they're not really witches they're people who've like been affected with some sort oh, of oh no they're just mutants. Thing. Are no, they no. mutants she's killing mutants yeah yeah the the twist is that she discovers that there is like oh. outside forces that are not mutants that are like witch making breed. deals okay. with people or whatever yeah well, the witch which witches in this you know in the 1602 universe are basically mutants oh, okay cool so she's hunting mutants um but yeah, so the art in this, both from Marguerite Sauvage and from Stephanie Hans, is incredible. Incredible. Completely um, different. But very, very different, good. but it works well having both of them. Like, it doesn't feel jarring at all. Um, the language is great. That's honestly the best thing about it is, like, even the, the beginning where there's the, the little... Um, synopsis. Synopsis yeah. that every Secret Wars <laughs> book gets. And they don't change a lot, just a few words. Um, like, the last, instead of, like... I guess normally it's what is it? There's a lot like? more apostrophes. Like each is a separate world or something. Domain. Yeah, no, it's each dome, each dom each something is a domain into itself, and this one is each climature is a domain <laughs> into itself. Each what? Each climature. That's a good word. <laughs> so yeah, climature. so it's Angela and uh, Sarah, who is her companion, who's been in the um, Asgard's assassin thing, and they were raised in this convent to hunt these witch breed, and now they're doing it, and there's a lot going on, and this is just it's a great issue it's just really good i did not expect to love this as much as i did and i really liked it so yeah that's 1602 witch hunter angela yeah i liked it i've been liking angela for a while um and this is if you liked angela you'll like this it's it's pretty much the same thing just old timey <laughs> uh yeah, there's an old timey sure. winter soldier <laughs> there is yeah there's there's a lot of good character twist in this new setting i thought they did a really good job mm -hmm. yeah uh and then that was angela uh, no, <laughs> I keep going on Angela. 1602, 1602, Witch Hunter Angela, a long title. Um, next up, we have a short title, Batman, <laughs> number 41. Uh, this is... Uh, the reason we're talking about Capullo? it is because it's, yeah, it's Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo still, but this is kind of the new Batman uh, making his first debut. Uh, everybody knows by now it's Jim Gordon. Uh, and this kind of issue, this issue shows you how he became... Uh, Batman, while at the same time showing you uh, how, how he works as Batman. The man in the, the mecha bunny Batman suit. Yeah, which <laughs> they refer to in this, which is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, I like the the way the, the Batman mech suit is used. And I like the, I don't know, should I tell the, I guess that's kind of a twist, but that he's also the Batman without the armor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, this is uh, it's, great. It's great. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, I've been liking their 
There's the Rat- Greg Capullo and uh, Scott Snyder's Batman stuff for a while. Oh, Capullo's art is just fantastic. It's very good, and the coloring's been the very good, and it's still really fantastic. good. It's all like you know, a lot of purples and it's pinks. Just and a beautiful book to look at. Yeah. Um, and there's a ni- nice little twist at the end of this, which I won't spoil. But um, I will yeah, say there's good. this uh, has. I don't know. We haven't mentioned the fact that the DC books for this month all have this um, sort <laughs> of terrible Nick Lachey, Nick Lachey Twix ad. Yeah. That, but uh, there's a line on the page where this ad comes. Yes, yeah, so I don't know if it's on purpose, but it's really great. <laughs> uh, I read. Uh, I saw a script online uh, <laughs> that uh, I think it was fake, but it was like basically like it was like, uh, and then Batman punches this guy in the face, and then uh, panel three, uh, Lick, Nick Lachey <laughs> in a wonderful velour suit, <laughs> um, badly photoshopped. Nick badly Lachey. Photoshopped. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a bad decision. I don't know. Every time I read it in any of the books, it took me out of the book. Yeah, but apparently it's only for this. Uh, these first issues and they're not doing it again which i hope is true yeah i um, hope they never do this type of split page ad again cause yeah as in the middle really of a comic awful. is very not cool but um, yeah this was the only book where i appreciated it and i don't know if it was on purpose or a coincidence but there is a line on this page that oh yeah yeah <laughs> made me laugh with reference to the ad so there you go yeah if you're liking batman uh, you'll still like it and if you haven't it's a pretty good jumping on point um, yeah, it's, it's a good new direction, and I think they explain enough of it. Yeah, there's uh, an interesting mystery, and if yeah. you, you know, I, yeah, I don't want to say too much, but yeah, you'll yeah. be happy with it. Yep. Um, next up, we have Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps by Kelly Sue DeConnick, Kelly Thompson, and Dave Lopez, who are same creative team that's been on Captain Marvel, except for Kelly Thompson. I think she wasn't on it before, no. was she? Uh, but she, Kelly Thompson, is writing Gem and the Holograms, which, oh, right. as you know, oh, we yeah. write a lot. And I'm pretty sure she's probably going to be the one who takes over. That's that's a pretty Captain good trend Marvel. where they do like you think so? Yeah, they I do think co-writers I, to kind of get them up to speed I think to take over. Kelly Sudeikonik is gearing up to to leave the book. Um, I will say this was it, it's a fantastic issue and it feels very energized, yeah. um, which I think we might have to thank Thompson for. Uh, so yeah, Cap. In this issue, this. Secret another Wars thing. World, it's another right? yeah, Battle World thing. Or no, it's not. It's Secret Wars. I don't even know what the difference is between those two. Oh, Battle World is the place Secret Wars takes place. I know, but some of these issues, some of the oh, books some of them are say, Battle World, yeah, and some, some of them, them are say, Secret yeah, Wars. Yeah, it's true. And I don't know if there is a the difference ones that say at all. like Battle Worlds or the or Battle. They can say Battlegrounds. I think those are the mini series, but I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Anyways, so you've got uh, Captain Marvel, who is still Captain Marvel, superpowered, but she's got this group, this like squadron of lady pilots who call themselves the Carol Corps. And um, the thing that was great about this issue is you get these people who are really questioning this world that they live in. And it's the first yeah. we've really seen. Yeah, other from... than Spider-Verse, I think, was the only one that had yeah. a little yeah. bit of that. Well, yeah, in Spider-Verse, you have people who are oh, who remember some right, things remember or are aware some. that this is wrong. This, they're like, why is the sky blue? Like, right. this is the, these why are the questions are no they're stars? asking. Why are there no stars? Yeah. It's really not what I expected from this, but it was really great. Um, so yeah, this is, this was fantastic. And I think, again, you don't really need to have been reading Captain Marvel leading up to it to really appreciate this. Yeah. And this has one thing similar with Marvel Zombies, which we'll talk about later, where like the questioning stuff, because this is like, well, I'm going to find out what's past the sky, you know, let's find out what's up there. And Marvel Zombies has a similar, similar thing, which we'll get to later. Well, I think Um, it shows a, an awareness in terms of how they decided which books would be rolled out. Right. When? Yeah. Because we're we're learning more about the, we're seeing these people question more as we're learning more. Right. 
And it's just, it's very well done. It's been very well organized. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps number one. Next up, we have Constantine the Hellblazer number one by Ming Doyle, James Tinian, and Riley Rossmo on art. Uh, yeah, so this is yet another relaunch after John Constantine Hellblazer had a 300-issue run as a Vertigo book. It was relaunched as just Constantine, tie into the show, I believe. No, it was no, just, no. Well, just a DC book. Yeah, because the show came way later. But he was on. He was with the whole Dark Justice no, League, right. so he was a Ugh. superhero type. Yep. So it was trying to put it all into the regular DC universe, much more than it had been, and it didn't work very well. Uh, it had to tone it down a lot. It was a taking very, him back to his roots now. Yeah, basically. very edgy Vertigo his book. Bisexual roots. Yeah, and so now <laughs> that too. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I so, forgot about that about him. Because I, I guess that's not like was, a big thing about him. mentioned very much, yeah. Well, I, I really only knew about it because of people pointing out that it had been erased and being oh, really, really upset In that it had been erased. Version. So yeah. I, 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 I guess they made was, a concerted effort in they, this. To... It's very deliberate and yeah. very, I think, well done. Because he's like, oh, I just met the handsome bartender at the bar. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> now I remember. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, hello, handsome stranger. <laughs> this could be interesting. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was really, really well done. Um, I think Rossmo is a good choice for the art on this. Yeah. Uh, he's got the kind of like, I don't, he does a lot of like the kind of like, oh man, what do you call it's it? It's a little bit sketchy. Yes. Kind but he also of has the shading, angular. Uh, the, God, the zipatone kind of dotted. Oh, right, yeah. right. The coloring's it all, yeah, yeah, darkens kind of it up. School, yeah. But there's a brightness to it, I yeah, think, that works. The coloring's bright, but like really the art well. is, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, so it's basically, uh, John Constantine, who's this kind of trickster con man magician, and he's back in the complete, like, kind of abusing people's trust and just taking advantage of everyone around him to always come out on top, no matter the consequences to people he likes. Well, I mean, and, he's uh, he's vanquishing eagle and he, evil, and he feels like mm, that weighs it. He's still a giant in his jerk. Favor. He is. He's a giant yeah, jerk. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, uh, he's followed around by ghosts. I don't remember if that was a thing before, but basically all, all of his friends and kind of enemies who've died, he now sees as ghosts who follow him around, which I thought was a cool twist that he interacts with from time to time. And uh, except for one segment in the middle where he literally walks through 10 stories of a building and you turn the comic on its side. Like that was interesting, but not really in execution it. Yeah, <laughs> as much it was, as uh, in concept. The biggest problem it is put the wordiness off. of yep. it. If it yeah, had just a, been visual, it would have been fine. I don't think so. I think that the art was too small for what they were trying to do. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, if they'd done like you I know, like this as much as a you guys. few panels on the page, I think that would. Oh, you didn't like the the book itself. I didn't like it in general. Yeah, I don't know. Did you like the old Constantine the yeah. Hellblazer series? Yeah, this is somewhere between that and the newer Constantine stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, I like this. Yeah, he's, I liked he most of it. Again. Um, yeah, <laughs> he smokes again. Yeah, he's smoking again. Uh, but no, I feel like it was the kind of like I just didn't have that hook that I needed to for me to come back. Oh really? It was it was good enough. I, it was okay. Uh, <laughs> damning it. with faint praise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, that was Constantine Hellblazer number one. Next up, we have Ghost Racers number one by Felipe Smith and Juan Gideon. Gideon. Uh, let's go with that. Gideon. Um, but uh, yeah, this is another Secret Wars book. Uh, this takes place in Doomstat, which is Doom's kind of island, and it takes place in the Coliseum, which we saw in Planet Hulk. With Captain America. Uh, and uh, now we see another aspect of it, which is the racing, which is all uh, different ghost riders. Uh, there's Danny Ketch, there's you know Johnny Blaze, there's... Robbie Rodriguez. Yeah, Robbie Rodriguez, who's the main character of this. Um, he's It's basically Felipe Smith continuing his... Um, Ghost Rider stuff from all new Ghost Rider from, from last year. Oh, yeah, Robbie sorry, Reyes. Reyes. Yeah. Sorry. Robbie Reyes. Oh, God. 
But um, bending over there. I'm trying to straighten my leg out. Uh, <laughs> almost falling over. Um, but yeah, this was really very fun. Um, it's arcade kind of making all these people race, but there's like some interesting twist to it. And it's not just racing; it's like them racing and shooting at each other. So this is like death race. Yeah, kind it's of a style death race. Yeah, with, they and, all have Ghost Rider powers. And one of them is a centaur with uh, Gatling guns. There's a lot of pretty awesome. In it? Yeah. He turns into an old man when he when he goes back uh, into his normal state. But yeah, uh, there's a lot is. of twists to it. There's a little bit of like um, so conspiracy stuff going on. All the losers get tortured, and Robbie Ray is uh, maybe has won one too many times, and Arcade's uh, kind of got Setting some them plans up for a big fall or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I yeah, love, I love that uh, Robbie's little brother was there. Yeah, I thought that was a nice he's, touch. He's he's my favorite, Gabe. Yeah, it continued um, a lot of the the kind of stories from. All new Ghostwriter with that, but still being like completely different. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it gives you enough of an introduction to him right. that you don't necessarily need to have read the the Felipe Smith Ghostwriter stuff. Previous although series, you yeah. should at least the first arc because it's fantastic. It's great. <laughs> and the art in this is is great. It's really um, good. Yeah, I don't it's feel very like, like energetic and kind of. I feel a little like bit it's cartoony, but like it's some a little, ways, it feels a little like Chris Anka in terms of like the the right. lines in terms of how faces are drawn. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah I, no, it's I, I had some it. problems with the. I guess maybe just coming off of like the Trad Moore style. Like I feel like for as frenetic as these races were supposed to be, I didn't get that enough from the art. Like they had some cool bits in it, but I didn't get the kind of speed of it or something. I don't know. Um, well, no, I mean, nobody's going to draw speed and flame. The right, way right. I think that Moore might does. have been the product. Problem, There's definitely but... a lot of speed lines. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Ghost Racers number one. Next up, we got Marvel Zombies number one by Simon Spurrier and Kev Walker. Right. So this is uh, about Elsa Bloodstone, who, if you read Warren Ellis's Next Wave, Agents of Hate, she's on that team. She's a monster hunter, a British monster hunter, very British. Um, and she is, she's on the, what do they call it? The, is it just the wall? The The shield. The The shield. shield, Yeah. yeah. So she's part of this group that like patrols the shield, basically trying to keep the hordes of terrible things things out. The zombie part of it. The zombie part of it. Yeah. And she ends up, um, getting, I guess, bamfed into, into the, uh, right into the thick of it. And she, Meets this like amnesiac child who right. she names Shut Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's really mean in this. She's uh, she's mean and she's it's a real it's hard ass. Great, um, but you see why because yeah, you see like these yeah, flashbacks yeah. of her and her dad, Ulysses Bloodstone. Yeah. So yeah, and it, it sets up some sort of unknown, some kind of a mystery thing that's happening with her. Um, yeah, I liked this a whole lot. I thought it was funny without being like over the top funny like there was still a sense of of gravity to it and the art's really good and i i i've mentioned this before i hate zombies as a trope (laughs) and i loved this issue yeah i liked it i kev walker's art is great his uh zombie dr octopus was very disturbing (laughs) (laughs) and his zombie juggernaut was amazing as well um but yeah i like much like uh the carol court uh, where they question why the sky isn't there. Um, yeah. The little boy in this questions, like, what's on the other side of the Deadlands? Um, and so they're walking to the other side of um, Battle World, which we nobody's ever seen before. Which right, is, it's the edge of the map. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. Cool. And yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, and then Elsa Bloodstone, also an underrated <laughs> character. Yeah, there you go. yeah. Uh, which, from the question earlier, she's definitely one of my favorites and she's not used quite enough that's true so maybe this will bring her back i yeah i would love to see it uh, her own series but we'll see 
Um, that was Marvel Zombies number one. Not to be confused with the soon-to-be-released Marvel Zombies versus Age of Ultron number one. Oh, boy. Which comes out in a few weeks. We'll see about that. Uh... Next well, up, that, we have that'll just be like the monsters fighting each other. So yeah, that'll be awesome. Next up, we have Starve number one by Brian Wood and Daniel. Oh man, Zizelli. The, or is it, it's not Daniel. It's Daniel. No, uh, the J's are usually pronounced as Y's. So I'd say Daniel, Daniel, and Zizelli. Daniel Zizelli. Okay, I, I was guess. gonna say Daniel Zizelj. <laughs> I'm gonna say Daniel. I'm gonna go Zizelli. with your interpretation of it. Yeah, that's my guess. Uh, but yeah, so this is a new image book, although it feels very much like a Vertigo series from back in the day. Yeah, it actually much more feels like an old Vertigo book. Than yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is slightly in the future uh, when the extremes have been pushed uh, much worse, kind of like Lazarus. And the 1% is even snootier <laughs> well, and more awful than they have been. They're the 0.1% now. Yeah, there you go. So it's kind of pushed <laughs> It's itself. the 99.9% is the rest of the, the people, right? Uh, yeah, and we start off with this uh, guy who's kind of lost himself in the fun Southeast Asia with like kickboxing and drinking all night and eating delicious food. And that's all he's been doing for years. Yeah, and then you find out that he used to be a internationally famous chef, uh, Gavin Crickshank. And uh, unfortunately, he's still under contract to the really, really rich people to continue to make his uh, TV show Starve, which is a cooking show. And so he's in competition. Yeah, show. he's plucked from this uh, obscure happiness in the middle of nowhere and brought back to complete his season of his show. And you get introduced to his family, uh, his uh, ex-wife and his daughter, who has now grown up. And you see just how terrible things have gone and how they've kind of pushed the show into much more of a like survivalist brutal competition style thing right and how it's also even more appalling for yeah, the situation his, of the world his and, like rival is taking over the show and basically by the end he he's like i need to you know take back my show take back my my daughter and just take back my life and that's kind of what he's gonna be fighting to do um and it's but it's yeah. pretty fun it's all in with a lot of cooking yeah um I don't know if Kelly flipped through this, but you should not flip through this comic because there's some terrible things that happen to dogs in it. Um, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> but, but thank uh, you for yeah. reinforcing that decision. But yeah, I thought the world building was really good. And uh, although he's a, a terrible jerky dude, I feel like I still am rooting for him. And uh, Yeah, he's, like he's the, kind of like a jerk, but he's not, like, he's not like irredeemable. He's That's just there, kind exactly. of like... He's arrogant yeah. more than And he like lost terrible. his way and just wandered in <laughs> Southeast Asia for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think the family yeah. thing's a good bit. So we'll yeah, think. his daughter is is really cool character, yeah. and I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, that was Starve number one. Uh, next up we have, well, this is the best thing this week, right? Probably. You guys, what do you guys think? It's so good. Probably. It is really good. Uh, <laughs> this is Weird World number one by Jason Aaron and Mike Del Mundo. Oh, I'm so glad Mike Del Mundo is drawing another book. I know. <laughs> <This> was amazing. <laughs> you guys need to. Uh, did, you, did you read all of Electra? I did read all of Electra. You should I read guess. all of Electra. I need to read it all. Yeah, it's great. Um, I, I mean, honestly, if if it was revealed that Mike Del Mundo was a wizard, I would believe it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the art in this uh, obviously is incredible. Mike Del Mundo is probably one of the best comic artist working right now it's a very painterly style with i mean colors the colors are crazy with it's like blues colors. and pinks and greens just like absolutely but the perfect choice for it's this very book. painted but it's also still very kinetic there's yeah. a lot of movement to it um which you wouldn't think um but god it's, it's it doesn't look beyond, like anything you, that yeah, anybody else is doing. Beyond the beautifulness of it, the story's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> you so had Archon. Is, is it Archon or Akron? Archon, uh, Akron. who's an old old Marvel character. Fantasy um, hero Who's type. trapped in Weird World, which is kind of this 
hodgepodge of just strange things it's like a floating uh, island. Yep. Like uh, fantasy trope craziness. I mean, yeah. this is like a heavy metal fantasy world from the eighties. He fights these. He 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 ends up fighting these ogres who are trying to capture this dragon, metallic um, dragon, metallic dragon using um, guns. And by the end, he gets trapped uh, in Ape Atlantis, which is Atlantis uh, ruled by apes. <laughs> of course. Uh, so that's the kind of book you're getting into here. There's some uh, magma men. Uh, the next issue, I saw a preview of it, uh, features Kristar. <laughs> if you don't know who Kristar is, he's another old fantasy Marvel character who's completely made of crystal. <laughs> sure. Uh, he's Kristar, Kristar the warrior, Kristar the barbarian, something like that. Um yeah, uh, it's awesome. This book There's is awesome. It's super good. So many like neat little things. There's a whole page that is his map say, of the, the weird map. world, which is the best thing. Yeah, it's and you've full got of like craziness. very angry horseman, crystal labyrinth, lost in here for three months. Yeah, <laughs> pink squash. river of death, worthless man of wisdom. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, so good. My favorite Blow was dogs. the entrance to the crypt of man maggots. Man maggots. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Oh yeah, this Cold book, town never returned. This book is awesome. They cannibal convoy. <laughs> They eat people. <laughs> no, but there's also this great thing when he first when he first. Oh, look at that! Caves of the Devil Dinos. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I saw that Very too. Nice, right? Um, I noticed that. When the, oh, oh, and look at the top right. Is that uh, some flaming skulled guys on motorbikes? Yeah, there's a lot happening. But no, there's this great thing when he first starts like fighting these ogres on this uh, on this dragon. There's this um, bubble of him of his thoughts where he's saying. Um, Ogres, they're marauders mostly, Prim- primitive beasts. They usually fight with little more than sticks. And and then in the next page, you see the ogres looking through binoculars at him, and they say, um, pink, pink skins. skins are primitive yeah. things. They usually fight with nothing more than sticks. And <laughs> <laughs> and I just I love that setup of like you've got these disparate groups who I don't know. Yeah, there's more to things than yeah. just the, what we see. All the designs are really cool. The they dragons are. look amazing. The ogres look amazing. The, the ape, whole world. ape Lantis people yeah. look amazing. The apes. Uh, it's great. So definitely go get this. This is the best thing you'll read in a long time. Weird World, number one. Highest recommendation. Yep. Uh, also, I guess we didn't mention it's a Secret Wars time. It is a oh, Secret yeah. Wars time. Even it's weird. one of the Battle World places. It's Weird World, obviously, on the map. Uh, and it actually starts featuring more Marvel characters by the end. So it's cool. There you go. That was Weird World number one, and that is that was the entire podcast. That's it. Uh, we did it. We reviewed Woo. all these books. Uh, Big I'm week. Very Tons tired. Of good stuff. I'm gonna go home. All right, but I enjoyed this. Honestly, <laughs> if if Marvel keeps like this week, we were trying to think of a Secret Wars book this week that wasn't good, and yeah, we could this not. Week was this, was the one, yeah, this was the <laughs> yeah, like there's a few weeks where like we you know there come that weren't some great. are not yeah. as great as the others. This week was definitely. Fair. Knocking it out of blown the water. out, yeah. yeah, blown out the water or something like that. So, oh, uh, but yeah, so <laughs> sure. thanks for listening. And that was episode 143. We'll be back next week for 144. Bye. All right, bye. Yeah.